This week we learned the Gemara, which I believe is the biggest side of Hinnach. Let's look at it together. The Gemara says, in Baba Basra, on the Pasuk, There's a hungry man, and a person shares his bread with him. And the down, downtrodden poor, the wretchedly poor, one brings into their home. Then, the, the Pasuk says, and Yeshaya Hashem rewards him. And that the Gemara says, Gadol, a person who feeds his friends is hungry, is given six brachas, the Pasuk mentions. But after the Pasuk continues, and the Pasuk says that if a person is if a person shares his soul with the hungry, he satisfies an afflicted spirit. Then, like the Gemara points out, he's given double nearly. He's given 11 brachas. Your light will shine in the darkness. Hashem will always lead you. will keep you strong. You'll be like a well-watered garden. And so on. What does this mean? What's the maila of feeding somebody who's hungry as opposed to satisfying someone's spirit? And the answer is like this. A person has needs. To live, a person needs to eat, he needs to drink, he needs clothing, he might need medication. If a person is able to take care of his needs on his own, so then he has what he needs, he has his basic requirements. If a person isn't able to take care of his own basic needs, he can't afford food, he's unable to buy clothing. But he needs to live. Then a person like that is going to have to put out his hand to beg. He's going to have to ask other people. He's hungry. He has no choice. And therefore the Apostle says that if a person is reduced to the stage where he has to ask others for food, he's unable to provide himself with the basic requirements he needs. It's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah to provide the person what he's missing. And Hashem blessed six times over. The Paris of Lachmecha is misbarach b'shisha brachas. He gets six brachas. But we know a person is a composite. He has a body. He has a nefesh. And just like the body has its basic necessities that it needs. The nefesh has also the basic requirements it needs. And as much as a person is forced by circumstances, when he's unable to provide for himself, to have to beg for food, he has no option. He needs it to live. But at the same time, understand, a person's nefesh has requirements too. 
And being put in this situation where a person has to beg for food is literally soul-destroying. It's literally soul-destroying. And therefore, the real benefactor is the one who can appreciate not just to fulfill the physical requirements of what a person needs, but rather somebody who can also provide the needs of the nefesh. I've heard from collectors who go and knocking door to door. That of course, when a person doesn't give them it, it's, it's disappointing. They are hoping to get and they don't get. But that's if a person opens the door and explains, I'm sorry, I can't give you. Says, what's endlessly more painful than that is the person who looks at them and just slams the door in their face. It's not just that they didn't get. It destroys the nefesh. The nefesh is a value a person has. A self-worth. A person is unable to provide for himself already. He's lost a lot of his self-worth. And if that's compounded by the way that people treat him, that he has no value, so it destroys it even further. It's the Chacham who's able to understand the value of sharing one's nefesh with the Ani. The value of treating him as a person who has a nefesh. And that's why he gets double the brachas. The Gemara which says that is made up of three parts. Achila, Shtia, and Levaya. Eating, drinking, and accompanying. Makes up the word Aisha. And we can ask the question. And only needs to eat. Only needs to drink. So we can understand that needs to be provided to him. What after I accompany him at? What's the difference? I took care of his needs. And the answer is that by just giving the Ani food and drink, I'm aware of his physical needs. It's no different if I saw a hungry dog and I throw him some bones. If I have a policy of eating out, it's okay. He's, he's got fat. But like I said, to have to eat the bread of others, like the Ranachal says, is to eat the bread of shame. What gives the person a sense of value as a person is that after having given him food, and once his physical needs are taken care of, I show the honor to another person that escort him out. It wasn't just he needed to eat. He has value as a person. And I show that by being him. I show that by accompanying him. That's not a physical requirement. That gives chashivas to the human being. And that's the full mitzvah of Why is this important to us? Obviously, as a principle, how to do chesed. But in another way, which is critical, in our role as mechanchim or our role as parents. Because children come with all 
the responsibilities or their physical needs on us. And then the food, they need to be fed, they need to be changed, they need to be washed, they need to be cleaned. And even a little bit older, they're incapable of taking care of themselves. And the entire responsibility and the entire financial burden and the entire effort of doing everything for a child is on his parents. And then, one would think parents are doing so much for their children, and it's true. And it's true. They are. But if that's the case, it's a tragedy to stop with just providing the physical needs of the child. And not more than that. I'll tell you why. So many parents complain that when their children grow up, they leave the home, they don't keep a connection. They're involved in their own lives, they, dis- they forget about it, or even detach from their parents. And the parent thinks, how could it be? I invested so much, so much time, so much effort, so much money into a child and they just turn their back on me. In all those years there was no relationship built. And this is the golden answer. And that is, one has to understand the nefesh of the person. A person who is forced to rely on others for their physical needs. And that forces them to beg, it forces them to be reliant, because what can they do? They are unable to give to take care of themselves. If that's the case, the person will call, he'll beg, he'll ask, he doesn't have a choice. But it's something a person hates to do. And if he didn't have to do it, he would stop. No one chooses to be a beggar. No one chooses to have to rely on other people. It destroys the person's soul. It's only when there's no option. And the only who's begging is wishing, is davening. Hashem, I wish I didn't have to do this. And as soon as he doesn't have to, he wants. And therefore, even if a person is providing the needs of another, but it's the physical needs, for the person who's the recipient, it's embarrassing. It's demeaning. He'll only do it as long as he has to. And children are no different. When they're small and helpless and vulnerable, they need their parents. They have no option. They have to come home every day. They have no option. They have to rely on their parents and beg them or whatever they need. They have no option. But if that's all the parent provided, then as soon as the child is old enough to manage on his own, as soon as he's self-sufficient, as soon as he's not reliant on his parents, he's going to run and never turn back. Because providing for physical needs alone makes for dependency, not relationship. But a person who is able to be paris of nafshecho, a person who is able to connect to the nefesh of somebody else, it creates a connection. It creates a friendship. It creates an attachment. And that's something a person looks for. Lechatchila. 
even if it wasn't the case they were desperate for the money and therefore that's something which would remain with the person the person who befriends the honey who gives them a sense of value that builds a connection which is going to outlast this physical predicament that Ani finds himself in. And once again, it's the same with children. If a person provides for the nefesh of his children, it gives them a sense of value. It gives them a sense of chashivus. Like the mission says, Your Talmud's covet should be chavit to you. Give him a sense that he has value too. That's what creates a connection. And then it's not just a connection born of necessity. It's a connection born of relationship. And this is the biggest tragedy. Because it's true. Every parent does invest so much in their child. But if the feeling that the child gets is, basically, I'm being given what I need. And nothing more than that. It's like it's stuck when the child doesn't need, he's not going to take. And therefore, a job as a parent isn't just to make sure that the physical needs of our children are met. Even little children have a nefesh, have a sense of value as a human being. If we cultivate that, if we cultivate that, we give them a sense of importance, a sense of value. That's something a person can never be satisfied with. It gives them the reason to want to keep connected. But if the experience is just one, that a person is giving the child what they need, but the child always feels downtrodden, overruled dictated to so yes as a child he has no option where is he going to go what's he going to eat who's going to take care of him but it's only as long as he's a child as soon as he is able to take care of himself he will because as much as the person needs the physical necessities he also needs the nefesh to be taken care of. Avram Avinu was a chachm. He was the master of Achnos Asarchim. But how did he do it? My masters, please come into my home. Honor me with your presence. Let me serve you. Sit under the tree. Avram could have treated them as hungry, come and eat and get out and let's look for the next people. No. That might take care of their needs. Wayfarers in the desert who were hungry and thirsty might have had the primary thing on their minds of we need something to drink. We're desperate for water. Avram doesn't treat a guest like that. He's must fear the nefesh. He's must fear the nefesh. And that's why Avram was Lakayach Nefoshes Chochem. He was the Chochem who knew how to be Koyin in Nefoshes. He was the Chochem who knew how to acquire people. A person who left the tent of Avram 
wasn't saying to himself, next time I'm going to make sure I have enough where I never want to be in that basically. No. Someone left the tense of Ram saying, I'm looking forward to the return trip. Avram Yatu Makshaf people. We have, that's the real Hakmasa Sarkha. That's the real way of treating another. And for sure our own children, our own Talmudian. They shouldn't feel that we have no choice, we have to go home. Yes, we're going to get yelled at, yes, we're going to get put down. But what can we do? We've got nowhere else to sleep tonight. It should be a sense that a person feels valued. A child feels that he's given a sense that he's a nefesh too. Because then coming home isn't a matter of necessity. That's a question of enjoyment. We're doing so much already. This one extra step can make the difference. If all our efforts are going to be for nothing, or if they're going to last in developing a, ta- a child, a Talmud, a relationship.